Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. When Peter denied Jesus three times, he went away and wept bitterly. We really don't see much of Peter until after Jesus' resurrection, though. The first two times that Peter saw Jesus, it was when he had appeared to the disciples from behind a locked door. In that first appearing, he said, uh, Jesus said in John 20, 21 through 22, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. And then in the second appearing, he addressed Thomas's doubt directly. Now, I don't know about you, but if I were Peter, the thing that would come into my mind when Jesus first appeared would be kind of this mix of a joy in seeing him alive, but then also a sorrowful repentance over denying him three times before his death. But we don't see that addressed here. Then when Jesus appeared a second time and then addressed Thomas's shortcoming of doubt, I would probably think my issue of denial would be next. (laughs) But again, we don't see that addressed here either. We don't even see Peter assert himself the way he usually did before Jesus was crucified. It wasn't until the next appearing, when Jesus comes to the Sea of Tiberias, as Peter and some of the disciples had been fishing all night, that we see Peter jump into the water and swim to Jesus when John told him that it was Jesus standing on the shore. The next thing we see is this interaction between Jesus and Peter after they had finished having breakfast in John 21, 15 through 17. It says, When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he had said to him a third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. On first reading of this, it really is understandable why Peter was grieved that Jesus had asked him if he loved him a third time. Yet when looking even deeper, we see that Jesus was indeed being loving by meeting Peter where he was at at that moment. It's important to know that in the Greek, the language uh, that the New Testament was written in, there are different words for love. So in English, we really only have the one word and we use it interchangeably to be interpreted basically just according to the context that we're using it. However, we don't love our favorite food the way that we love our family, our friends, or our spouse. So in that sense, the English language just falls short when it comes to the word love. The Greek, on the other hand, has four words that represent love, which is the familial love, brotherly love, spousal and that intimacy love, and then an unconditional and sacrificial love of God. It really is important to understand the Greek in this, because in this section of scripture, both brotherly love, which is phileo, 
and an unconditional and sacrificial love of God, agapeo, are both used. And then just on a quick side note, we often hear this love described as agape love, and this is because agapeo is the root word that agape, or agape, as it's said in English, is derived from. So the first time when Jesus asked Peter, he had said, do you agapeo me? And Peter replied, you know that I phileo you. When Jesus asked Peter the second time, he asked, do you agapeo me? And Peter replied again, you know that I phileo you. Then when Jesus asked Peter the third time, he instead asked, do you phileo me? And Peter replied, you know that I phileo you. We see Peter it just has this honest honesty in his reply that while Jesus is asking Peter if he loves him unconditionally and sacrificially, at that moment, the love that Peter could honestly profess was brotherly love. Yet the third time, Jesus met him where he was at and asked him if he had that brotherly love for him. And three times Peter had denied and three times Jesus has him profess this brotherly love for him. Further on in this encounter, Jesus tells Peter that he would indeed be martyred for his sake and to glorify God. And then he ends that encounter by saying, follow me. While it did end up causing grief in Peter because Jesus had asked him three times, it was also an encouragement from Jesus. Because while in that moment of time, Peter could only honestly profess to have a brotherly phileo love for Jesus, he would eventually grow in his unconditional and sacrificial love for God by abiding in God. Now, I would also be remiss if I don't mention the second part of Jesus's interaction, which was regarding the tending of his sheep. So the first time when Jesus says, feed my lambs, in the Greek, that's basko ego arnion. And basko means to pasture or fodder, to feed or graze the sheep, to take them out to the pasture. Um, Ego my, and then arnion, is a little lambkin, like a a baby lamb. And then the second time Jesus says, tend to my sheep, that's poimaino, sorry, poimaino ego prabatan. And uh, poimaino is to tend to as a shepherd and to feed them and rule over them. And prabatan is a sheep or a sheepfold. And then the third time when Jesus says, feed my sheep, it is bosco ego prabaton. So to pasture or feed or allow to graze the sheep in the sheep fold. And this is important because Jesus was not only stating the importance by repeating himself the three times, but he was including how to view his followers and to care for them. I mean, Jesus views us as his lambs. Some are little, some are bigger, which really just speaks to the spiritual maturity. But we all need to be fed. Now, as far as it was speaking to Peter, who was going to eventually later take on the role of a pastor and shepherd in the Jewish community, um, among those who would later come to believe in Jesus Christ as Messiah, it also speaks to the heart of God towards us and how we should view one another. If we're viewing our brothers and sisters in Christ in any way other than how God sees them, we're in the wrong and we're not showing that agapeo love of God. 
So when Jesus gave that new command in John 13, 34 and 35 to love one another as he has loved us and that people would know we're his disciples if we have love for one another, he uses the word agapeo in reference to not only the love he has for us, but the love that he expects from us towards one another. Now, we can't show that agapeo love of God if we're not abiding in him, because we can't give what we're not receiving. And at best, we'll basically peek at phileo brotherly love, which, I mean, that is sweet, but it's, it's falling short of what God intends for us. If you have been or you're still in a place that Peter had found himself, whether that's in moments of weakness or denial or only being able to offer brotherly love, heed the words of Jesus and follow him. Just abide in him, the vine, whom apart from you can't do anything, the way it says in John 15. And may you, when asked by our Lord, do you agapeo me, be able to answer with full confidence, Yes, Lord, I agapeo you. For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com. And that's crystal with a K.